Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager of the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization with the mission of coaching student athletes to aim for success off the field. Have you heard the news? Orange Arrow is turning 10. Please consider giving a monthly donation of $10 for 10 years of OA at www.orangearrow.org. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media to see how we're celebrating. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, my guy, Jerry. Jerry Chen. What's up, boss? How are you? Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Sean? Uh, thank you for having me on here. I appreciate you, man. Time is our most valuable asset. I appreciate you rocking with us. And Jerry, as a student athlete, you understand the importance of warming up and stretching, right? Yes. Yes. Boss, I got a couple warm-up questions. So here we go. All right. Okay. First one. If you go in and listen to one musical artist for 30 days straight, who are you choosing? Their entire catalog, but I only need one, Jerry. Okay, so this is this is pretty tough for me because I I'm I'm a big I'm an avid listener uh, music listener. I'm always all over the place, but um, for right now, um, I've been listening to a lot of a lot of Trippy Red. Um, what? Yeah, Trippy Red. I know, kind of kind of out there for me, but um, I was introduced to him uh, from I don't know if you know Dave from Hulu, but I've been listening to him a, a good bit. Uh, and his yeah. latest album, uh, and it's been it's, I've been listening before practice, before like all my my practice races recently. It's been it's been hidden hard, Got so you. should be red right now. I uh, dig it. I, I didn't know you were you uh you are a music guy. Now, did you play any instruments? Or did you play any instruments? Yeah, I did. So I played the violin for probably like twelve years. What? <laughs> yeah, and and uh, all all the way through grade school to uh before right after i graduated uh high school but i still play every now and then um mostly classical on the violin obviously a little a little hard to to get get it going with the with the pop music on there but it's, it's a good time <laughs> that's super dope i always wanted to learn the violin so i grew up playing the uh the piano the organ and then also the alto saxophone so i can still play around with the alto All saxophone right. a little right. bit well, that's actually really cool. I didn't know you had that hidden talent, man. So yeah. one of these days, you have to play for the uh, the kids of OA, man. You got to show in, a little something. I'm I'm okay with. I, I need. I'm a little bit rusted, so so I'll need a lot of practice before I do that. <laughs> so so give me a heads up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jerry, favorite TV show of all time. If it came on right now, you could sit down and watch. That's also. Um, I, I'm a. I'm a sucker for for TV sitcom. So, uh, I think right now, like I, I watch Friends. Uh, oh, you're taking it back. Okay. Yeah, I, I take it back. But like that kind of category of, of Friends is probably up there as, as my top one. But like that category of like The Office, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, okay. like it, those are the clips. Like I'm constantly watching them on YouTube. Like any, they're like all over my, my recommended on YouTube right now. So, Friends for sure. Just like I can watch it all day. Let's go with it. Friends, it is. I love it. I love it. And Jerry, last warm up question. If you could have any superpower, what are you choosing? 
I think this one, uh, I've heard this one a lot and I, I bounced between like kind of like flying and teleportation. And now when I like analyze my own responses, I think it comes down to my hatred of just sitting in a seat when I travel. Oh, okay. Time. So that's why I think I, I lean towards teleportation because that would save so much time and so much like back pain for me. <laughs> when I when I travel, it's like what you said. Like time, time is money. Time is valuable, and yeah. sometimes like when you're traveling, basically for for a day straight, like you could be doing so much during that time if if you could just teleport in a second. Yeah. Now, just so are you one of those individuals who hates standing in the um, the line at, at the airport? Yeah, I I hate it. I I'm always fidgeting um anybody's like who's what if there is if there's a video that you'll see i'm i'm animated a lot um so standing in the line is just is just no bueno for me <laughs> no no good no bueno, no good no, no good bueno. I, same thing on the on the airplane seat i'm like i'm like shifting around i'm like kicking my feet out like move always stretching so i i can't sit still. <laughs> now do you have tsa pre-check that might help you out at least get through the line faster Funny story, I'm pretty sure I should, but it never comes up on my tickets. So I always have to go through the solo line. So I'm Ooh, no. trying to, I know, it's, it's terrible. I hate it. I'm trying to figure it out. You got to address that. You got to address yeah. that. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So, so Jerry, take us back. Young Jerry, hometown, where you're from. Talk about your family, introduction to sports. Take it away a little bit. Yeah, so um, I was born in, Wisconsin, Milwaukee specifically, but my family moved to Wexford, which is a suburb just north of Pittsburgh. Uh, that's where I consider where I grew up. So I, I moved there since I was five, and that's where I went to school, North Allegheny. Anybody from there is uh, listening or watching. And I've always been like the kid to be running around, jumping at home like I was super active like I said I'm, I'm very fidgety I'm always moving around so my real introduction to sports is not through my like family because no one in my family really did sports my dad liked to play like just basketball like just at the local gym a little bit but my first real introduction is probably like recess and okay. <laughs> so every day during recess we would play either soccer or football and i would those were the two places i would always go straight for i sucked at, at it but i love just competing like i i remember i was probably i would probably be picked, like picked last a lot just because i i like all the other kids like played football or soccer like outside of school um so i would always be like the goalie for soccer <laughs> Cause I didn't have any like game sense. I just be the kid that would like sacrifice his, his body to, to make sure you block the ball. Or, like, right. the ball be, like the center. Um, Cause I could just like throw the ball back, <laughs> but that, yeah, no, no one in my family did a lot of sports. I'm the only one still in my family that uh, continue with sports. I know my mom tried to get my brother and my sister into it. Just never uh, latched on for them. And I think I think it's 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 been a very big part of my life. Uh, it, I think um, it's it's really guided me and, and taught me a lot of life lessons. So, any sports heroes or favorite teams growing up? Yeah, 
So I'm a swimmer, if you guys didn't know. So obviously I have to name Michael Phelps. He's one of my biggest inspirations to swimming. I remember he, him winning the eight gold medals in Beijing in 2008 was probably the biggest reason why I got hooked onto swimming. It was out the year before I started club swimming and watching him do that, just demolish everybody in the world is, it it opened my eyes. And so, Go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. And I was going to say now, uh, I watched The Last Dance and probably Michael Jordan is probably one of my biggest heroes too, as well. I dig it, I dig it. And so, taking you back, so you was watching the Olympics and then that following year when you joined a club, a club team and swimming. So is that when you first started swimming or were you swimming, you were swimming before there, um, no, before you joined the club team? Competitive? Yeah. So I did a bunch of like swimming classes before I joined the club team. And I actually, I'm pretty sure I failed like every single one of them, but my mom just like enrolled me in the next one without like caring. Like they, <laughs> the, like the, the teachers would always recommend me like, you should, this kid should probably stay in the same group for the next session. Cause he didn't get all the skills, uh, all the skills, but my mom was just like, nah, he's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> and it, it's worked out. <laughs> I mean, Swimmer in college now, so clearly they really, messed up it, something. It, it, it definitely worked out, and you being modest right now, you're more than a swimmer at, at college. You're doing your thing. And so growing <laughs> up, any other interests outside of sports? Anything else you were interested in? Yeah, so. And then we talked um, about the violin. Yeah, violin. And another big thing I did when I was younger was was chess. So I, I played a good bit of chess um, with my dad. This is a kind of like almost like mental simulation. Like my, my, that was something my brother played a lot as well. So I, I followed in his footsteps. Um, but that just helped with kind of growing like that. I, I was very math oriented. So that also added on to that kind of that math, mathy analytical side of me. You might have to give me some uh, coaching sessions, chess there, man. That's something I haven't. I think maybe I played once, but I do not fully know the game. I want to learn it. And so maybe that, maybe that's something we, uh, when I make a trip to Pittsburgh, man, you got to give me a little lesson. Oh, for sure. I'd love to. There's so many things uh, you could do with each position. It's like I said, very analytical, a lot of like being able to move pieces in your mind and without like using your hands and like trying to figure it. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good game. Awesome, awesome. And so talk about the events that you competed in in high school. Yeah. Swimming. Yeah. So um, swimming in the Pittsburgh area, uh, the club swimming kind of feeds in high school, feeds to high school swimming. So there's not club swimming in, in a high school level is separate from high school sports. So club swimming kind of around the country, there's big events for club swimming for example, I think in Virginia, they have like a state competition outside of high school. And then they have a high school competition, which is just high people competing for their high schools. So oftentimes you have people in, in other states, you have people who are on the same club team competing against each other at the state level and then coming together at the state's club championship to, as the same team. But for Pittsburgh, and, and Pennsylvania in general, um, my club team and my high school team was the same, which 
helped, I believe, in, in my ways is like with a team aspect of swimming. So a lot of the um, competitions I went to, both for high school and club, was with the same group of guys. So some of the some of the competitions I went to was PIAA states. Um, I I I think went there for two years, two or three years, um, and we would go to uh, it's like a, a national club championship called NCSAs. It was at Indianapolis, um, but those were those are the the big ones we went to a lot. And so. You're at Pitt, you're on a swimming team. What other schools did you consider going to leaving high school, leaving NA? Mm -hmm. So I contacted a lot of schools. I was not recruited very heavily outside of high school. Um, I just was not developed. I, I actually grew a lot in college. So the I think it came down to Pitt, Georgia Tech, and Emory. So, oh, in Atlanta, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, I get two. I guess both two, in Atlanta. Both are in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like right next to each other, Georgia Tech and Emory. But Emory, Emory is D3. Um, and I knew I had a lot of potential and I knew I wanted to compete at the highest level. Not to say like D3 is lower, but D1 is like, you know, it's where, it's where all that, the money, the funding, all the, the resources are at. And I want to be able to have that power five conference resource. So as much as I loved Emory and I loved the team there, um, I wanted to be D1. Um, uh, the coach was very, very nice about it. Uh, Georgia Tech and Beach was also a, a good choice for me, but what it came down to was just kind of my interests. I was interested in computer science and maybe something in the health field and Georgia Tech was not able to kind of have that, that health-related sciences, yeah. it being a more technology, engineering, computer science school. Pitt had both, and they were well-ranked in both. So that's... I that's Pitt. So you're at Pitt, H2P, mm -hmm. exactly. now you from your hometown. So no. how has been your college experience there? Yeah. And, and also balancing the, um, you know, that student-athlete, life so what you major in speak to us a little bit yeah so my college experience with Pitt has been a really good one I've or I immediately when I got on deck I was I connected well with coaches which I, I I'm very grateful for I think they're big reason why I have been success, successful to the point where I, I never would never imagine I'm in this position today with swimming um but they have made my experience very positive um, in that regard, where I was able to continue improving. I was very open, open line of communication. I can always have fun on the pool deck with them. Um, and school, like the team, I'm very close with uh, one of my best friends who just graduated. Um, we actually didn't know each other before uh, college. We, we grew up in the same area. We knew of each other, they just didn't know each other. And he ended up being my best friend these past few years and, and I, I would give the world to him. Like we've had so many great adventures just like here at Pitt and he's pushed me every single day. Again, someone who I'm very grateful and I, I, I contribute a lot of my success to um, keeping me accountable.
That's dope. Um, Give him a shout out. What's his name? Yeah, Stephen Hopta. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. He went to Peter's Excellent. Township. There it is. Yeah. There it is. And so, on a swim and diving team, what are you focused on? Like, what, yeah. what is your what are your events? Or your so event? I, I'm a breaststroker primarily, and I do the IMs as well. So I, I train every a bit of every stroke. I, I I'm definitely a lot better. And take, take hold on, Jerry. Hold on, Jerry. Yeah. You say you do the IMs as well? Yeah. What does so, that mean? I am stands for individual medley. So okay. basically it yeah. means I do butterfly for a quarter of the race, then backstroke, then breaststroke, then freestyle. So I, I gotta your, be well-rounded. What's your least favorite stroke? Definitely backstroke. Is it? <laughs> yeah. You you put me like up on my back backwards, like face up, like I some something disconnects my brain and I freak out and I just can't swim it. But it's getting better. It's getting better. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so, what are you majoring in? Yeah, so I this is a bit of a mouthful. I'm a double major right now, computer science and rehabilitation science with a economics minor. Yeah. What are you looking to do with it? Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I, was, I considered a lot of different paths. Initially, I was thinking computer science when I first got here and sports science um but as my time went on I thought I got a little bit burnt out on computer science actually um but I considered so I considered med school which is why it's added rehabilitation science to it um but as my time went on like this year I I started enjoying computer science again I I took more electives in computer science instead of just core classes of just the monotonous just kind of like very basically like it's, it's stuff i wanted to learn in computer science you know not just like the theory of, of like how computers work yeah um, and that that kind of rejuvenated that that love for computer science so i still love rehabilitation science i really wanted to become a doctor or or physical therapist it's just with opportunity costs and, and me still loving everything else i think uh computer science is where i'm trying to go in my future and probably a software engineer. Okay, excellent. And so you just finished up your junior year, is that correct? So you're going to your yes. senior year? Yeah. Wow, how do you feel? It's kind of surreal. Because uh, on, on one hand, I still feel like I'm a freshman. I have so many goals I want to accomplish in the sport and in school. But also at the same time, like me seeing the freshmen come in like I feel old. Yeah, right, I, can, right. I can tell that they they're just out of high school, and I I have to act like a leader to them. So it's, it's like a like a pulling tug of war inside of me where I want to, you know. I feel like I, I want to be a freshman again, and I also want to get out of school and start working and and doing other things I I want I love, but at the same time, like I I got those goals, uh, like the fire in me is still burning. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and swimming. I love it. I love it. And so have you thought about if after graduation, do you want to remain in the Pittsburgh area? Or are you ready to maybe go to Atlanta? You was almost in Atlanta. So what are you thinking about? Yeah. Uh, I haven't really given it much thought. Uh, I, I've lived in Pittsburgh all my life and I thought about maybe leaving, but um, I also love the coaches here. And I, I think about, I'm thinking about taking my fifth year as well. So oh, I might do my okay. masters. <laughs> so, 
So I'm thinking about doing my master's here, but at the same time, like I said, I do want to experience the life outside of Pittsburgh just to see how it is. It's kind of like how without sadness, you never know what happiness is. Like you got, you, if I, I can say I love Pittsburgh life, but I have nothing to compare it to, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to experience something else and, and see what happens, but you know, there's always other times for that if I decide to stay. So it's still up in the air. Definitely. Definitely. And so, you, we talked about travel, how you hate to travel. Mm -hmm. You'll be traveling soon. You're going yes. to California. Why yes, are you going to California? Yeah, so next next week is the U.S. Swimming Nationals in Irvine, California. Um, I'm qualified for to do the 200 and 100 breasts. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. It's my first time traveling over to the West Coast, first time traveling that far for any kind of meet. Um, first on traveling time zones. So I, I don't even know how to manage time zone change for this. So it's all new for me, but you know, I'm very excited. I, I'm feeling really ready. I've been, I've been training hard, very confident right now in what I could do. So I'm ready for it though. I mean, we, we're going to spend like an entire day traveling. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know, once so, we get there, we get there. So you're, um, you said you've been training hard and typically in your sport, that means early mornings. Yeah. So, do you consider yourself a morning person? As much as I hate it to say, yes, I am. Okay. Like this morning, I got to, I got the morning off for a taper, and I still woke up at like six, seven a.m. and I, mm. I, I, I could yeah. not fall back asleep. It was just, I'm just so used to getting up at that time. At this point, I hate it. I hate myself for it. <laughs> so how early can you be in the pool? Like when you, when you're training? Yeah. So in, it depends on, on times with like classes. I know in high school, like school started at like seven 30 ish. So we were trained for an hour before. So we would get in the water at five, at five 45 mm. and then swim to six 45. So so that, that was probably my earliest practices. Yeah. I mean, here at Pitt, we, I mean, they, they know importance of sleep and classes do start a little bit later. I think 8 a.m. is one of the earliest. So we do have a little extra hour okay. kind of to do that. But I, so I think the earliest in college now is probably like six, but sometimes we lift before that. So we lift at like five. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did not miss those. <laughs> Early no. morning workouts and no. training, not at all, <laughs> not at all. And so, Jerry, we know each other through OA. It's actually, yeah. it was been in the pandemic, and I just thought about this. We've never met face-to-face, -face, but I know my guy, Jerry. And so just like we interviewing now over Zoom. And so first, how did you find out about Orange Arrow? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, so I found out about Orange Arrow from my friend Shahar Menahem. Oh yeah! Yeah. How old, Shahar? <laughs> Please out there. Hello. Oh my yeah, goodness. I will. Yeah, Shahar. I love Shahar. She's amazing. Um, yeah, oh my she, goodness. She's always she's been. Smile on my face. Oh, yeah. she was a long-time volunteer. Shahar is amazing. Oh my goodness. We got to talk offline about Shahar because she's yeah, great. Please send her my well wishes. But go ahead, continue. But yeah, Shahar introduced me to Orange Arrow. Uh, to Orange Age, Orange Arrow Twelve. Um, those performance uh invitational sessions i think it was in towards in the spring semester and i remember going into i was 
my first session i was really nervous because i was like what what did i get myself into like (laughs) you know but like the hour i did it it went by so fast i had so much fun i love the energy i love the activities we did of of getting up and doing exercises like not like if it's fun for me it's it's fun for the kids for sure Uh, so I really love the mission you guys are doing with mentorship. I, I, that was something I wish I had more of growing up. And I like, like I said, swimming has taught me a lot and I, I, I wish I had more contacts to, to teach me more. Cause this is still so many lessons I'm learning. Yeah. I think you might've uh, spoke to it. I'm going to ask it anyway. Like, Shahar is graduated. She's doing her thing. You're still at Pitt and you're still involved with Orange Arrow. When you have time, you make time for it. So my question yeah. is, why is that? Why are you still rocking with OA? Yeah, it's just I love interacting with with kids and, and, and teaching them that the stuff I've learned. Because, you know, life is tough. Life is not fair. There's a lot of things you got to learn that you got to learn outside of school. And having sports in common to help teach that as well as having somebody you can look up to directly and, and to speak to directly like that will allow them to get ahead in life so much more than just not having orange arrow um some of the some of the lessons you guys have taught like i honestly i've learned literally while on calls like trying to because i'm still learning on the same at the same time with them so it's just those, those skills that you just don't learn in school is, is so valuable. And having an organization, organization like this is, is, is wonderful. Yeah. Now I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your, your continued support. Uh, and so as we close, as you know, you know, the mission of orange arrow is a coach student athletes to aim for success off the field, off the track, out of the pool, wherever the playing arena may be. Why is it important to be more than an athlete to be successful outside of, sport yeah so obviously eventually sports will end like like not even if you become a, a out of high school you don't get to compete in college or after college you don't get to go pro or even after pro you got to retire at some point you know so you always got to have something to do after sports and being able to navigate that is is really important because sports is not your identity is not who you are. You're more than just an athlete. So being able to be well-rounded is important to be able to, to move on as well as succeed in life in general. Um, you can be the best swimmer, best football player, best soccer player in the world, but eventually like you, you gotta get a job and, or be able to manage the money you make. Um, or understand how the world works and you got to interact with other people. So all those skills tie in as well as just like, I think it's very valuable to know how to do those things. So when you do are in sports currently, um, you have those skills, you're able to talk to people, you're able to understand other people and that, that reduces a stress and being able to reduce stress is so important to success, success of your sport. Cause if you can't manage your stress, then, you're going to be too tight for your race or your game, your competition. So, Awesome. Coach Jerry, as the kids call you, thank you for your time. Again, appreciate for you 
who you are, rocking with OA, man, and looking forward to that uh, that chess lesson, hopefully in the near future. Of course. Thank you again so much for having me. It's been a great time. My God, appreciate you, man. We'll be in touch.